When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, Blue Kool-Aid Drinkers, this is Big Z. Um, just breaking it down for you, free agency style here. March 18th is the big day. Um, if you listen to our last episode, we, were, we broke down quarterbacks and running backs for you. But now, in this episode, we have offensive line, tight ends, wide receivers. A lot of possibility for that Lions offense to make it more explosive. Um, after this, we'll have a, f- a couple more episodes previewing free agency. And we'll, we're just going to have a lot of fun with it. So we appreciate everybody for listening. And now it's time for the pod. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, a Detroit Lions podcast made by lifelong Lions fans, UJ. I've been really drinking a lot of Kool-Aid tonight. Special brand of Kool-Aid called Weller. Bob. It's hard to find the little losses here. Stafford, <laughs> regular season MVP. Rudd Dog. We're going to just be that team that yeah. just can flow like water and adapt to any team. The new dynasty is born. And Connor. Gotta be Stafford. Now with the two tight end sets that I'm so excited about, I see it all clicking. And I'm your host, Big Z. The media knows nothing. Forward down the field. One pride. Get your Kool-Aid. It's time for the pod. Hey, blue Kool-Aid drinkers. We are back talking free agency. I got Rudd Dog, hey. and no. Bob here to break it down. And in this episode, we're talking offensive line, tight ends, and wide receivers. I am Big Z, but before I get to the free agency, I just want to give a quick shout-out to our new producer, Kid J. Yeah, boy, Kid J. Kid big J. Time, big time friend of the pod. He's going to help us uh, you know, improve the audio so you, the listener, the blue Kool-Aid drinker out there, uh, can have a better overall oral experience I use the wrong word have a better oral experience audible so. experience audible <laughs> <laughs> what is this is we're in the mid 70s I'm losing uh we lose our mind a little bit now Yikes. oh boy hey we can get sponsored by oral <laughs> this is why we need a producer yeah. this is why we need a producer <laughs> So, in this episode, we're breaking down offensive line, tight end, wide receiver. So, I want to hop right into it. Um, and again, the Lions, $47 million in salary cap space. Um, the CBA is kind of throwing some things in a loop with that. Um, we record this without the CBA being approved. March 10th was supposed to be the day that the CBA vote was supposed to be ended. It got extended out to March 12th. So, we were recording that before this. So, we don't know the results of that. It's going to affect a lot of things with the NFL 
salary cap and things of that nature, franchise tags, uh, salary cap and everything. Uh, it could go anywhere. Uh, it's expected to pass, so we're working under that assumption, but I don't know. So anyways, offensive line. I want to get right to it. Uh, you know, the Lions probably not going to sign Glasgow uh, back. So yeah, I'm going to miss him. That one confuses me. One still. of the more baffling things, just in terms of the rotation that they did at right guard. Yeah. Um, and, you know, PFF ranks him pretty high. And Yeah, he's one it, of the top guards on the market. Yeah, and he's he's durable. Mm-hmm. He's always there. Uh, which, that, you know, based on some of the Lions history and the offensive line, that, that means a lot. <laughs> Yeah, it makes you wonder if it'll be – I mean, if you do something like that, then does it have to be sort of like what they did with when we let Riley Reef and Warford go and we actually, well, at least statistically upgraded over them with uh, with who we have now or and what's-his-face from the Packers, but that didn't TJ. work out too well. No, yeah. TJ Lang. Lang, yeah. thank you. Who who maintain who who's who is very uh, supportive of the Lions on Twitter and social media? Yeah, so I appreciate that at least out of him. Turn out more because he grew up a Lions fan, I believe. So, um, regardless, talking offensive line. I mean, this is a pretty, you know, it's a pretty deep offensive line for agency class. It's got a lot of older guys uh, on, on the older side of things. So the top free agent, at least for PFF, is Anthony Costanzo. He is the uh, the tackle from the Indianapolis Colts. He's had a great career. 17th overall ranked offensive player on PFF last year. He's 32 years old, and he's considering retirement, so it, I, I would not consider him as even a no. possibility. Um, Jack Conklin, that guy's going to probably be the top tackle on, in free agency. That would be my dream choice if we could um, pick up a free agent and get Jack Conklin. Yeah. Conklin would be a beast. We'd have to cut Wagner and his salary if so, he yeah, could. The, I don't even know if that's possible. And we should bring that up too, because the you know the Lions, if they cut Wagner, they save six point one million on the cap, but they would they would still have to eat uh, five point eight million. Uh, so I like mean, that eleven money. million dollars uh-huh. uh, essentially. So it's eleven million dollars, or they save six point one, but there still be five point eight yeah. million of dead money. And that's why like the letting Glasgow thing befuddles me a little bit, because now you let you let him go, and then you cut. Wagner, now you have two spots to fill. Yeah. So, well, I, I think they just realized that Bunch Bagel is going to be a star. Uh, when he comes up at right guard, <laughs> I'm calling you hey, to watch it. He's going to get a shot this year for sure. Though. He will. They probably liked him will. The way he was developing last year. They did. And, they, they you know, he, they probably signed him. Like you, If you remember, there was a, a high competition for his services. Uh as far as an undrafted free agent goes, like the t- 20 teams reached out to him. The Lions picked him. There had to be something there in terms of like, you're going to get a he, shot your second year. He picked year. the yeah. Lions. Yeah. yeah. I feel like in those conversations though, they, you know, they told him you have a really good shot in your second year. Cause we're not keeping this guy or do you think they knew that back then? I, I there's mean, gotta be a reason why he picked the Lions, well, right? What I, what I read about him though, is his technique was the most terrible. Time. Like he had no technique. He was just physical. And, uh, but they said he's been a quick study. So, Hopefully he'll. Yeah, yeah, well, he's gonna have to do. I mean, yeah. letting yeah. Glasgow go, it does hurt because I really like the guy. I mean, he's one of my favorite players on that line, and he's been so durable. I hate yeah. to see him go, but uh, they seem determined that's what, what's going to happen. So we got to look ahead. Unfortunately. So as far as so as far as a guard to replace him on the open market here. I'm just going to tell you some of the top guards. I, I mean, a dream would be one of these two guys, Brandon Scherf or Joe Thune, Thune 
Uh, but those guys are going to go for a boatload yeah. of money on the open market. Ideally, Thune, he's younger and not a, hasn't coming off of injuries. He's so. one. He's one year younger, but uh, two years younger. Um, uh, twenty seven, and he's New England, right? right? So, yeah, yeah. Not sure. Yeah. If it's twenty nine, uh, he's, yeah, he's twenty. Either one of those guys, I would love to have. Yeah, either I mean, either way, these two of the top guards, and we probably don't have a, a legit but, shot at him. If we had a legit shot at him, I feel like we would have kept Glasgow. The thing with Scherf is he's, he's missed 13 games over the past two seasons. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I put Thune ahead of him personally. But That's fair. I mean, Scherf has been a stud. So, uh, if we get him and he can stay healthy, that would be awesome. But one of the best abilities at O-line is abil- uh, availability, right? So, I mean, do we need another TJ Lang situation? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, uh, especially if it's for the price it's going to come at. Some some of the other names that they're out there at guard as far as veterans go, um, uh, Earl Watford, Michael Schofield, uh, actually from Southwest Chicago, Michael Schofield, Sandberg High School, Mikey Potty. Uh, you know, we we have our veterans if we want to bring them back, uh, Abushi and uh, Kenny Wiggins, yeah. free agents. Yeah. Abushi, I will. I won't forgive him. I still think he blew that uh, assignment against the Raiders on the goal line. So I do. I, oh, yeah. That's I right. That was a large degree. That is true. Um, so the guard market isn't that good. You, the Lions must have a lot of faith. I still don't understand why we don't try Tyrell Crosby inside. It's just kind of blowing my mind in terms of. I I think it would fit really well in there, and they haven't tried it. Maybe but, he's uh, the Wagner heir apparent. How about how about Richie Incognito? <laughs> Richie Incognito. I was gonna say too. <laughs> ancient. <laughs> what is he? Yeah, but the guy's just a mauler. I mean, he's just a beast. I mean, yeah. He's a he's a good player. <laughs> they might also see like a guy like Joe Dahl, or uh, as a potential fill-in too. Oh yeah, who who are our, we had Joe Dahl? Who was the rotator? Oh, oh and, and Richie Incognito, Incognito is no no longer free. Oh, so. okay. He yeah, he's 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 going to Vegas. Uh, with the that Vegas. makes sense. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It, it would be fun. It would be highly entertaining to have him on the team <laughs> for sure. Would. Um. So as as far as offensive linemen and guards, the options are kind of slim out there i it's not a great market and that that's why it's kind of more befuddling they couldn't get a deal done with uh with glasgow i still will not understand that Dude, i wish they were more open about it we <laughs> never even heard them like address it like as nope. if they were talking to him about a potential extension so. yeah there, there was barely any buzz about it it was just so strange all the numbers and the, you know and you watch you know, the, this guy deserves the starting spot under off the line. <laughs> and he's been the guy who has been available all the time. So it's. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, but whoever we put so there. So overall, guys, what do you think they're going to do with the, the O line this year? Are we going to even approach free agency for somebody or. You're, you're right. They're going to give uh, Benchwell a chance. Uh, I see him signing some guy who's like third tier, honestly. Yeah, I can see him getting Mikey Upati for cheap. Uh, that I mean that 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 guy uh, was drafted high. He's he's up and down. Uh, Joe Looney from the Cowboys. He's he's out there. He might be a good cheap deal. I I don't know what the, you know. It's hard to say uh, with the Lions sometimes. And yeah. How they what they think of these guys? Cause I don't think Kenny Wiggins or Abushi should have been out there. And I hundred percent agree with that. Around for two years, so it's hard to say. It's hard to say for sure. Def, Def Davidson isn't coming back, so. 
you know, they have a new outlook uh, from the offensive line perspective and the coaching side. Uh, so, it, it, I mean, he could go anywhere. I, I really think they're going to pick someone internal, like a doll, to replace him the guard. Well, it, doll it, is it'll be really interesting guard. to see if they – He's a left guard. I, I, oh, no, sorry. I said that left earlier. Guard. That was yeah. my mistake. Yeah. Wiggins was the guy who was rotating, which is – Yeah. Hmm. Sorry. I could see him, though. I, I think we're definitely going to be addressing this pick in the draft. So, I, I don't think they're going to sign a I lot agree. of money. Unless they go someone big, like yeah. a Thune or a Sheriff, which I w- would be secondary, but – I don't see it happening. Not either. I agree. Yeah. I think we're all on the same page. Yeah. Especially if we cut Wagner, because then we're going to have to get a tackle. So. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you guys think we keep Wagner? Well, I do, because right now, actually, his contract's not looking that bad. If you were to uh, sign a free agent who was good, it's going to cost him more, even. So, I mean. Mm-hmm. So, so, some of the. Some of the. Uh, Andre Whitworth is out there. He's 38. If anything, he's going to go probably back to the. Uh, to the Rams. Jason Peters, he is a free agent. That would be an interesting one-year kind of plug if you do cut Rick Wagner and you, maybe you sign him for $10 million. Uh, Jason Peters is, you know, a legit, legit offensive lineman. His problem sometimes has been yeah. health. But if he, he when he's on the field, he's, he's still a beast. Yeah, yeah. Brian Balaga is another one. Yeah, he's a free agent. Another Iowa guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Brian Balaga ranks 62nd. Uh Overall, uh, in P- PFF, he's been nothing but consistent for the Packers for years, at least as a Packers. He's been a little nicked up the last year or two, but uh, he's still only he usually, 31. He, yeah, and he usually plays through it. Yeah, he's yeah he's 31. So, so I mean, that that's another possibility out there. Uh, Greg Robinson? Oh, uh, isn't he in jail right now? <laughs> yeah, we can get him for uh, future. We can contract. bail him out and he'll play for free, maybe. Yeah. Oh um, my God! What a no, wow! Amazing, <laughs> just amazing. Oh, what was it? 153 pounds of weed at the Mexican border? <laughs> Something ridiculous. ridiculous. Well, it's legal in Michigan now, so he's, he's good. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Just incredible. Oh, I just well, I mean, <laughs> these other names. Uh, you know, some people might have heard of Newhouse, Marshall Newhouse, uh, George Fund. Uh, Jared Valdir. These are all names. Kind of, these guys have floated around for a while. Kelvin Beecham, Cornelius Lucas, former Lion. Yeah. Um, we got a little Adrian Waddle back. Yeah. <laughs> and he, yeah, that would be the worst uh, as far as a backup. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of these names, none of them are starters besides those top-tier ones yeah. I just mentioned. So DJ Humphreys is another possible starter, but he's 26, so he'll probably get some good money. I just really see the Lions just so, using – Kind of working from within their own guys uh, for the most part. Maybe pick up a free middle tier yeah. free agent, you know, as a you know a guy that can play any yeah. position, maybe, and uh, and maybe we'll have to draft another at least one offensive lineman this year. And I think they're going to keep working through mm-hmm. the draft mostly. So we still got Terrell yeah, for us. As far as I think we need to renew Decker it, Decker's contract. Uh, I, I think that's Big Z also DJ Humphrey signed already. Oh, you're right. Sorry. It does say signed, and I did not see that. <laughs> so, next that one. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'd see the Lions uh, either sticking with Wagner or they cut him and plug in Crosby and try to sign a better one behind him. Those are, that's what I see happen. I, I, I think they end up sticking with Wagner. Yeah, and I don't think this is the draft to take an offensive tackle in the top five. If we trade back, then no. maybe, but so I. 
Even though there's some really good ones, but it's not our top yeah. five. <laughs> I don't think there's that many in the top five range, if there's even one. Oh, I mean, I, I disagree or top with that. three range for that matter. Right. Top three, yes. Top top ten, definitely. There's Why is some it top five? There. Tristan Wharfs. Uh, we mentioned this, you know, uh, Benton or Menton on uh, Louisville. There's definitely some top ones. Andrew Thomas, another one, the Alabama one. So... There's options, but let's move on. We have we have two more position groups to go here. So, um, the next one I want to talk about is tight end. Uh, you know, will we bring back Logan Thomas? Is pretty much what I want to get to. I here. thought you were going to say because the is top Eric top... Ebron coming home. Yeah, oh right. yeah, the prodigal son returns. Would that be something? Wouldn't that be something if we had Hawkinson and e- Eric Ebron? Yeah, that would be interesting. Be please, that would be. Please. Um, <laughs> Hunter Henry, Eric Ebron, and Austin Hooper are the mo- notable be uh, the free agent tight ends. Prodigal player. son. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other, you know, other free agent tight ends that we might get instead. Uh, Levine Toilolo, he can come back. Luke Wilson can make a return. Nah. <laughs> nope. Uh, Tyler Eifert. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when he's healthy, he's good. Witten, Witten uh, probably goes back to the Cowboys. He's a Cowboy for life. Darren Fells. Played really well for the Texans last year. Led all tight ends and touchdowns. Never, I mean, I, I, I'm, a big fan. I'm a big fan of Darren Fells. Uh, Logan Thomas, I, I, I think he's going to come back. I'd like to see him <laughs> back, honestly. He was showing some nice progression by the end of last yeah, year. For sure. I agree. I think we get Logan so Thomas back weapon. and our tight end unit stays the same as last year. I, and, I, you know, I think Jesse James will probably have a comeback here, hopefully. And... I'm, I'm predicting well, that. He, he, it can't be no. much worse. And Logan Thomas, though, was receiving getting production. He, he was improving all the time. That's why I kind of want to see him back. I agree. So. I agree. I mean, he, has, he still has a lot of upside he, for a guy who learned the position later yeah. in life. He couldn't haul in that one against yeah, the Yeah, well. That's, right. that's the second time I brought that game up in this podcast. But, but you probably yeah. forgave him. And not A little more. <laughs> I, I mean, he did, it did get in his hands. But Abushi, I blame more. You're right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we don't need to spend too much time on the tight end class here. Greg Olson got signed already. So, uh, you know, Hunter Henry and Austin Hooper are going to get paid pretty well. I don't know what Ebron's going to get, to be honest with you. He He's kind of – he's still kind of an outgoing personality. You talk about a shooting star, uh, he, man. He, he, <laughs> Here's one big year. His, his – uh, yeah, he, he, mm-hmm. he, had, he had a case – he had more of the dropsies last year again. So. Granted, though, you know, they – but he also didn't have Andrew Luck last year. That's true. Imagine getting him back to Stafford with a if uh if uh with our with Bevel could be something different, you know, than what we had before with him. That's all I'm saying. How about just no? Yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> Please. All right. So let's move on to the last uh, group here in our second free agency episode, and that is wide receiver. So the Lions already have Galladay, Marvin Jones. They signed Danny Amendola back uh, this offseason. Um, they have Fulgham still on the roster. So, uh, I mean, the Lions don't have a lot of room here. We're probably looking for like a fourth, third, like a speedster. third fourth wide receiver. You want the speedster. We have Marvin Hall. Um, We're going to retain Danny. Um, what what did you say? You're going to get Danny back? We got, we got him back. back. He signed already. Oh, hey, wake up. Years, then. Yeah. So so did I Walter. Just said it. <laughs> so did Walter. Um. So, I mean, do you guys have anybody that you're targeting necessarily as that like third, fourth type wide receiver that could uh you know put us over the edge in terms of 
Have you the number one wide receivers uh, out there? Not really. Uh, or we just go for Mari Cooper and drop a whole bunch of money. Yeah, yeah no, that's not happy. So, I mean, the the top wide receivers here are Mari Cooper, A.J. Green, but A.J. Green's probably going to get tagged. Amari Cooper is probably going to sign back with the Cowboys. Robbie Anderson, that would be interesting. If you want to talk about speed over top, that's Robbie Anderson. Is, mm. How much is he going to cost, though, is the, the question. He could cost 8 to $9 million. We right. wouldn't pay that much for a wide receiver. Yeah. Um, Emmanuel Sanders is another one. He really helped the 49ers last year um, in their passing game. That could be somebody. You know, he's not necessarily the speedster, but he's just a veteran, a savvy veteran. Who that might be nice, can, too, because he's, he's really 33. Yeah. yeah, he's 33, yep. but you're getting him as, like, your fourth receiver, I third could, or fourth receiver. I could totally see the Lions signing him for around 4 to $5 million. On a I would not be opposed to that. Because then – because another factor here is the wide receiver class in the draft is super deep. A lot of these teams are going to be bringing in a lot of wide receivers, which kind of opens the, the gate for maybe the Lions to get a, a veteran at a cheaper option, slightly cheaper. Yeah. Uh, Brashad Perryman, he's probably going to sign for a decent amount. He tore it up for the Tampa Bay last year after those two uh, Evans. And, uh, yeah, and he's got uh, Lion uh, blood in the family because Brett Perryman Godwin. played for the Lions. Very well back in the day. That's right. Yeah, right. That's true. Maybe. How about Nelson Aguilar? He was really helpful for the Lions last year. He dropped yeah. those passes. Yeah. I'll take no on that one. I think, he, I think he was sending a science signal like, hey, in free agency, I want to come play for you. Here's the ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say we go for Josh Gordon finally. I think he's going to finally get a put it all together. <laughs> They've only. Hey, with uh, the new. Uh, C, uh, CBA, C, whatever it's called, he might actually be able to stay on the field. It's yeah, no, no, well, weed is weed is uh, no longer going to be tested for. Yeah, exactly. The guy is ultra talented. So uh, we have the other ones are Randall Cobb, Devin Funchess, uh, you know, and then it kind of gets down to a bunch of guys you probably heard of at one point or another: Philip Dorsett, um, Seth Roberts, Taylor Gabriel. Tavon Austin is a free agent. That's a speedster, although nobody's ever really figured out what to do with him. <laughs> he's 30. Paul Richardson Jr., he's 28. Uh, he, he was effective over the top every once in a while for the Seahawks. So there's a lot of options out there as far as maybe find that speedy guy. But maybe the Lions want to bring back Mike Hall because, I mean, Stafford. Marvin Hall. Marvin Hall. <laughs> God damn it. No, I'm messing it up. The Hall pass. Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah. mind him coming back. So I mean, what, what what do you guys what do you guys think as far as the wide receiver position? Uh, personally, I think our I think we're still kind of set there. I'd like to see him bring someone in for competition purposes, you know, in camp and stuff. But uh, I think we do address it through the draft, someone to develop for next year. But uh, I, I kind of like our group the way it is right now. I mean, it's pretty solid. Yeah, it definitely does. Uh, we still need that depth, and I, I still think maybe that fourth but uh, veteran. And there's a whole slew that we just went over of possibilities. But Emmanuel Sanders or Robbie Anderson would definitely be up there for me, although Robbie Anderson probably out of our price range. But you never know. Uh, he might might fall in there. Yeah, I agree. A guy like uh, like Sanders would be nice, bring another veteran to, you know, be – reliable depth plus you know also produce when he's on the field and then draft somebody with some potential and upside well we've got plenty of veteran but, presence in our wide receiver room right now i mean I don't, I don't, yeah that's true i don't think we need that necessarily i'm sure 
consider, considering how deep this draft is and the fact that uh, Galladay, uh, he's up. Galladay and Jones both have one year left on their their deal. Uh, you know, I would expect us to draft a wide receiver. So yeah, that's also a factor and who we possibly can sign here. But we're oh, just I, throwing out names there as targets for the Lions. Yeah, that's I don't see us being very active. Like don't, when I say Emmanuel Sanders, I mean if we can get him at a reasonable price, like. Beyond that, we'll probably sign a bunch of guys you've probably never heard of or have been dancing around the NFL for a while just to compete in camp. But yep. Yeah. If they were to invest in one of those guys, I would like pair them in myself. But I don't think they're going to spend that much money on a, a free agent right now. Yeah. Oh, Perriman would be great, but I think he's out of our, our yeah, range I do too. what we're looking for. I do too. Mm-hmm. So – that is going to wrap it up for this second episode of free agency or second of four. Um, and then this, you know, offensive line, tight end, wide receiver, offensive line being the main, uh, the fo- focus in terms of the need of the Detroit Lions on offensive side of the ball, especially from a free agency perspective. We really appreciate everybody for listening. Twitter at Drinking Lions, uh, Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid. Um, please leave a review on iTunes. Uh, you can find us on Spotify. Anywhere where you find your podcasts, and uh, we really appreciate it. If you could share it, that'd be awesome. Uh, you know, but free agency is coming up here March 18th, and we appreciate everybody for listening. We'll have another episode, and then the next episode we'll have D end and uh, D tackle and linebackers to talk about. So we appreciate everybody for listening, and as always, last but not least, go. the field a charging team that will not yield and when the blue and silver wave stand and cheer the brave rock 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 go hard win the game with honor you will keep your fame down the field and gain a lion's victory mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.